Like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. Yes, indeedy. We're on the road again. I don't know if you you might remember last summer... Jonathan, myself, and our dog, Dixie Daisy, made a cross-country trip. First, we had headed out to uh, Michigan um, to have a family celebration of life for Jonathan's brother, who had passed away the December before. And all of you know that because of COVID, there were restrictions uh, for a good long while, and particularly in some states, Michigan being one where they continued to limit um, the gathering for things like funerals and memorial services. So very few people got to honor his brother shortly after his passing that December, um, Daniel, and we miss him. It was a wonderful time. Uh, We podcast about it, Uh, but we went from there to the East Coast all the way out um, to Cape Cod and saw my friend Patrick Stuckey and then uh, headed back. We also saw um, my friend Sue, Sue Heaps, Hannah, uh, and her husband, Brian. But in the throes of that jaunt to the East Coast, we just decided let's head on back with some fervor um, to make it to a gifted period of vacationing time at my cousin Hugh's um, cabin on Lake Tahoe. So it was literally a cross-country tour. We were gone for exactly 30 days. If I am not mistaken, I don't have the details in front of me. It was like 30 dates in 30 days or something like that. It was crazy, but so much fun. Well, again, uh, not quite to the length of that. We are headed out on the road and we're about halfway-ishy in our trip. So I thought what a good time to go ahead and podcast about this adventure en route to Minnesota on behalf of Jonathan's mother's birthday and some other family that we will be seeing, his um, sisters. And we we headed out yesterday, um, Sunday, and with half the trip behind us and half of it left to go, Uh, It's a perfect time just to catch y'all up. We headed out yesterday. Uh, Of course, um, you probably know we live in Arizona. So we made our way up through Flagstaff and then caught the 40 and went on over into New Mexico. Now, Jonathan um, is a well-traveled traveler and he knows these roads. And we have stopped before near and about Tucumcari, New Mexico. Would you want to say that three times quickly for me before I proceed? Tucumcari. One, two, three. Thank you. Tucumcari, what a fun name. Now, Jonathan sometimes pronounces it as I would expect someone would per the spelling, Tucumcari. So then I went through a period of a hand, because we've been saying it a lot lately. People are saying, where are you? Where are you? Where, where are you going? Um, I've been saying Tucumcari and my mom corrected me because as a little girl on her travels from uh, Oklahoma to California and back and forth, my mom born in Oklahoma and 
was a California transplant. She says it's Tucum carry. So I stand corrected. But what a fun name. I love all the letters in it. And I didn't know much about it. Uh, Jonathan explained that it is right on Route 66, which is a swath of our country that has wonderful, um, iconic places to visit all along the route. But I didn't really know about this one, per se. And he said that back in the day that that stretch from play, from Texas into um, New Mexico, this was like one of the only places to stop. So right now, it just really has very a nominal population. Um, but they have like 37 motels. And these are those motels, y'all, that have the funky little signs, all of that retro stuff. Now, unfortunately, some of the hotels or motels in uh, Tucumcari have seen their better days and just did not weather whatever storm in history that they made their way through. Uh, Probably some even more recent with the COVID epidemic or pandemic. Um, We did not stay in one of those because we were looking to stay somewhere that was dog friendly for sure. And on the outskirts of the town, uh, knowing that we would be rolling in quite late, Jonathan is a task traveler. He's going to get his miles in and he plans things specifically to arrive in said town by said time. And boy, did we clock it perfectly yesterday. But knowing that we were riding in late, later in the day, it really is of no use to us to spend any more money than we absolutely have to, as long as we are safe and the room is essentially clean. Well, I say all of that safe and essentially clean because, uh, It is all uh, relative, depending on what you consider safe and essentially clean. We stayed at the Motel 6 last night at the far end of Route 66. And uh, and let me see how I want to say this. When we... You're kind of gambling anyway when you're in a remote town at a a Motel 6. Uh, I know that Motel 6 has created relationships with the homeless population uh, and with the police department that they sometimes will house folks. So right there, you're, you know, the brow should go up. This wasn't necessarily the situation at this particular one. But when we pulled up, I tell you, people, go watch the movie of The Birds, the Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds. We rolled into the leftover scenes from that, except 10 times worse. It was just... Um, hilarious but also a little bit creepy uh we they were we checked in and made sure that everything was cool and it was um and then we went to go see if we could find something to eat just as a side note um to be good doobies we'd sort of decided that we were going to do you know that i toy around and we have toyed around with fasting we decided that we were going to fast on a road trip, which is so anti-road trip. You know, you're supposed to be loaded up with stuff, right? Um, Snacking the whole time. But we really kind of have turned a corner in some of those ways. I mean, you do... I love the little snack snack, but you kind of feel like crap along and stopping a lot to go to the bathroom and 
you swell from the salt. Anyway, we made a decision that we were going to fast and we were going to just kind of go keto salads, even if we had to do something in, you know, from McDonald's. Well, that turned out to be apparently our only resort last night uh, was to grab a salad from McDonald's. Now we thought that Subway, um, Jonathan knew that there was a Subway in one of the truck stops not far, so we really were going to do that. As a side note, if you're not a Subway sandwich person, there's salad to go. You get to make your own and they chop it up for you if you want with that little blade chopper and it's just a lovely salad, not too expensive. So that was our plan. Well, as they say, the best laid plans of mice and men. We're hungry and uh, we've just been attacked by I don't know how many birds. Um, and we roll up to um, McDonald's. And the McDonald's in Tucumcari uh, decided that their population isn't fond of salads. So there were no salads to be found um, last night. And, you know, actually, I was saying to Jonathan, they we had a hard time seeing any salads. Even when we went into some of the, you know, Love's truck stop or things like that, sometimes they'll have prepared salads and those um, mini marts and there was nary a, uh, salad to be found. So I don't know, maybe New Mexico is on a salad strike, but we did not find any. However, right across the street, appropriately placed in competition with an iconic burger establishment was lots of burger. Now I got to admit the word lots of burger does get my attention. That infers that it's not a little burger or a little bit of burger. It's a lots of burger. So Jonathan said he remembered having one years ago. I had never had one. We were not up for any more uh, adventures of trying to find uh, a salad. I didn't really want a taco salad. So we went over to lots of burger. I'm not going to go into every detail there because there that's another podcast in and of itself that I would entitle slowest place on earth. Um, it was just hilarious. There were some uh, of the younger generation, and gosh, I hate even saying that because then it makes for sure me sound like I'm old. Um, but they were slow moving. They were so slow moving that it gave me anxiety because I was raised by a daddy that was hopped to it, get it done, da 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 da, and uh, efficient, and I think efficiently, and multitasking, and my foot was tapping, and I was doing deep breaths trying to calm myself down as I watched them slowly wrap the hamburger with a piece of paper, sliding the burger to the center point, folding one side over, matching it with the other side, corner to corner on the right end, corner to corner on the left, then tuck both ends. Un- tuck both ends under the burger, will you? So, the burgers weren't too bad. Uh, they were not keto. Um, but we did our best. And we were super tired and came back. And um, the little latch on the door that's the extra protection since someone tried to 
push through uh, into your door had a little sign or symbol placard next to it that said for your security well um, I grabbed a picture of it Uh, it had been basically torn out of the wall with just a few little screws so for our security we um, we didn't really bother latching it and then um, uh, you know restroom hit the restroom hit a shower Jonathan, uh, while I was waiting for Jonathan, I, I didn't full on collapse on the bed, but I was just ready to just stretch out and kind of land it on it. And I'm pretty sure I, uh, cracked my tailbone. It was, I don't know what was underneath it. It wasn't a mattress. We were pretty sure it wasn't a mattress. Uh, it could have been some kind of topper on top of something else. So when Jonathan came out of the restroom, I said, I'm just going to save you some broken bones. Don't go throw yourself on the bed in delight that you're finally free to put your feet up um, after a 10-hour drive. Um, And he, uh, you know, was gentle with himself. Even Dixie, bless her heart. Dixie loves to stay in bed with us. If she has the choice, we did bring her little soft mattress bed thingy, dog beddy. Um, but she tried, she turned around and around and around and around and around. And I just started cracking up laughing because it took her forever to decide, you know, this isn't getting any better. And she hopped down to her bed on the floor. We, uh, slept so well though. We felt like we had been hit by a truck when we, uh, got up in the middle of the night to like use the restroom. It just so sore, but we did sleep well. And then this morning we took off and we left and... Um, just as we were leaving, a little creature came to say, to bid us farewell. And it was, uh, a good four inch in diameter, um, tarantula. And the tarantula was completely blonde and fuzzy on top. And if I am not mistaken, I, I took a picture of it. I stretched the picture. I think those were babies. I think the babies were lots of babies hanging out on top of the tarantula and it was broaching the threshold of not our door but a door of one of the other rooms but it was right in front of our vehicle so we did feel like it came out to say hey thanks for staying see you next time in Tucumcari so that was kind of the gist of our uh first leg uh that's behind us we then made it through uh, the rest of New Mexico. Jonathan um, has taken a, a road that kind of cuts 200 miles off of the trip. Um, is it called Highway 54? What is it, John? 54? Um, he has refused to speak on my podcast, so he's nodding his head as I ask questions. But on 54, um, goes through the panhandle, to Texas, Oklahoma, into Kansas. So we are in Kansas uh, right now. I'm pretty sure I spotted um, Dorothy and Toto back at the gas station. But we are stopping tonight in Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. We're going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. Um, and then the rest of the trip will be to head into uh, Minnesota. Uh, Jonathan's mama, her birthday is uh, Wednesday, um, the 21st. 
happy birthday early Shirley should you be listening and we are tickled to get to spend some time with her then we are uh, making our way up to Jonathan's sister's um, and husband's cabin on a lake about three hours north of um, Jonathan's mom Mamie and Steve have a Really uh, charming, lovely. Can't wait to get myself there. Spot. It'll be our first time seeing it. And Jonathan's going to fish. I'm going to read. Dixie and I are going to hang and visit. And they've been so kind to extend their space to us. So we have some downtime. And we really do need it. I know that um, we we live meagerly. We uh, Even if our funds were uh, excessive and more than plentiful um, we have more than we need and but we live meagerly and we don't do a lot of extravagant traveling we are kind of road trip people anyway um, and this has just really been a delight we pinky promised that it, we would do everything we could to be blissful and make it a blissful trip um, and you know, bliss is defined differently by different people, but just to take a peaceful, deep breath and to enjoy things. And it has really been exactly that. And we look forward to arriving and seeing family and then turning around after a handful of days. I think we're, we're there for a good little bit um, and head back and greet. My brother's taking care of the place at home and, um, and the kitties. And I thank you, Marky, for that. But we're looking forward to it. I just wanted to update you as a podcast um, episode featuring this trip. And since I do typically release on a Tuesday, I wanted to make sure that I took the time uh, to get this done today. It would be nice to do a recap, and I probably will to some degree after the trip is completed. I do want to say for those of you that have been following the story about Brian and Karen Argo. Karen's story was very gripping. We had lots and lots of of attention uh, given to that. Um, reviewing Brian's really fight for life after he got COVID in 2021 um, was admitted. I believe it was the 30th of August into ICU um, and was there for 90 days. And the uh, the toll that it took on his body. Uh, is is yet to be told and really yet to fully be seen. He is still coming back from a lot of challenges. But we had taped a uh, an interview with him as well, and a really weird thing happened. It separated out uh, both of our interviews to where they could not be used together. So we are going to re-record that because I have people saying, "When is the?" the part two coming and then we'll bring them together for our part three I don't know how we'll combine all of that but their stories individually as you can attest to after hearing Karen um, they need to be told there's so much to be told there's no way it could all be addressed uh, on a podcast mine or anyone else's but um, I feel very blessed and honored to share this uh, time with my friends as they make their way through recalling in some kind of um, storytelling fashion the journey that they they lived through and continue to live through. They have two beautiful daughters. Maybe they will be on, maybe not. No pressure. 
but uh, I just wanted to let you know that was the ticket. That was the dealio. So we are back to episodes here, not related to Brian and Karen until I get back, but uh, we will update you so that you can follow along. Go and catch Karen's episode um, uh, in case you haven't and refresh yourselves before we air Brian's, but I, I just wanted to clarify on that. I thank you. I think about my listeners a lot. It doesn't ever cross my mind to not do the podcast. I love it so much. But I do wonder um, who would miss it. (laughs) And I, you know, I have people listening throughout the world. Uh, There are people in other continents and countries. And I just am humbled by that. And I don't know how that happened. But uh, I thank you for going along with me uh, as I have thanked you many times before. And I will always thank you because I, um, there would be no reason to be doing this if you were not with me. So, Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come.